to the children tonight with Evangelist King. Um, it is my pleasure to be here. I'm coming from Virginia Beach, but I'll come anywhere to be here in the presence of God. So I hope that God will do, His will will be done here. Uh, we're going to pray and open it up to um, uh, Prophet King. Father God, we just thank you today. We thank you for your spirit, Father God, that dwells in each and every one of us. We ask you, Father God, that your will will be done today. And that you use your servants, Father God, to do what it is that you would have them to do, Father God. The words that come out from the music, Father God, the worship, everything, that it will fall in the hearts of the people, Father God. And that healing will be done today. That deliverance will be done today. That your word will become life in every soul that hears within, inside of earshot, Father God. That their, their, their lives will be touched and changed for, for the better of your good, Father God. And that also will come to you, Father God, and know that you are God. And that your kingdom rules over all. So, Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this moment to be in your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus. Savior, Lord, there is none like you. 
Jesus, more and more. 
the, the new covenant that because of Christ Jesus shed blood for us, the new covenant is that the Holy Spirit is not just with you as you were with the children of Israel, but he's also in you. There's a difference. Being with someone, they are on the outside of you. But because of Christ Jesus, we are under a New Testament, a new covenant. And that covenant is the Holy Spirit is not just with us, he's in us. That's why we today are excuseless. We don't have any excuses. If we could not be holy, the Lord wouldn't told us to be holy. Now, he told the children of Israel to be holy when the Holy Spirit was not given to them to live on the inside of them. So you know we under new covenant, we're going to have a greater punishment if we don't obey the Lord because the Holy Spirit is in us. He's our enabler. He enables us. But the Lord God has given us our will. He gave us a choice. He's not going to take your choice away from you. You can either do the right thing or either do the wrong thing. When we stand before the Lord, we cannot say the devil made me do it. When we claim the devil keeps making us do a thing, we are actually itself the Holy Spirit. He's powerless. He's powerless within us. No, we make a decision, a choice to, to do unholy things. If the, if the devil had all power to make you do things without using your choice, he would do it. Matter of fact, none of us would be sitting here today. But he knows he cannot do anything unless we give him permission. We must give him permission. So the Lord here is still telling his children, he wants us to be holy. Again, we, we are people just in time to, we love to make ourselves to look holy. But it's the heart that most concerns God. When you get the heart holy, automatically your physical appearance will be holy. Will look holy. But then if you look at verse 4, the Lord said, Do not turn to idols. Do not cast metal gods for yourselves. I am the Lord your God. You know he said, Do not cast metal gods. Metal gods. These are false gods that are made with man's hands out of metal. Dear heart, do you not know even today amongst his children today, they are still making metal gods? We must remember that we, God child, we are light. We are light to the world. The world is supposed to look at us for an example to live and be holy. We're not supposed to be looking at the world. Seeing how the world do things. Seeing how the world dress themselves. See how the world wear different types of metal. And we imitate how the world do. We're not supposed to do that because we are light to the world. We got to remember that Lord said we are a peculiar people, so we're not going to fit into the world. The style of the world has nothing to do with God. 
That is the style of the, of the world. So the church, the body of Christ, those who have the Holy One living in them should be an example to show the world how they really should act and how they should look. So here the Lord is telling us we need to be holy. Why? Because he is holy. No sin can stand in the presence of God. No evil, no darkness can stand in the presence of God. Our God is holy, therefore we must be holy. So the Lord said, do not turn to idols. Do not make metal gods. I'm going to explain more and more what those metal gods are. Okay. Now if you look at verse 28, it says, don't cut gashes in your flesh when someone dies or tattoo yourselves. Now we see in the world that the world loves to tattoo themselves. But we ask the body of Jesus Christ, the world is not our light. The world is not our example. So we don't go tattooing ourselves because God commands us not. The reason why we don't tattoo ourselves is because according to Isaiah 53, 5, it says, but he, that's Jesus Christ, Jesus was pierced. That's where he was tattooed, really. Jesus was pierced for our transgression. He was pressed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. So in other words, what Jesus did for you and I, he went through a body modification. Jesus went through a body modification, so that tells you and I, we don't need to go through a body modification. What do the world show us? Their body modifications are just fine. But again, dear heart, we, the church, the body of Christ, is a light to the world. Jesus' body was pierced. So why should we be piercing our bodies? Think about it. If Jesus' body was pierced, now, this is a metal God. If you really think about the children of Israel when they were in the wilderness, what was the first thing that they showed in rebellion against God? They built a metal God. Abraham said, go get the earrings from your children. That was their custom back then. The children were the one who wore different types of earrings, the male child and the female child. Bring me your children earrings. They didn't even, even ask, they didn't ask Abraham to do this. That was the practice of the Egyptians. They symbolize the world. They, they worship metal gods. They had body piercings, tattoos and body piercings everywhere throughout the body. They was unholy. They worship metal gods. So being in slavery over, over hundreds of years, the Israelites was accustomed to the way the Egyptian, who symbolized the world, did things. They did not do things according to the way of God. So they modified their body by putting piercings in their bodies and on their body. Tattoos and piercings. But scripture tells us in Isaiah 53 that Jesus' body was pierced. His body, his body went through a great modification. It was pierced. One, it was crushed. Three, it was punished. For it was wounded. 
for our transgressions, for our iniquity, for our peace, for our healing, for our deliverance. Jesus done that for you and I. So therefore, we don't do those things. We keep our bodies holy. We don't go piercing our body. We don't go tattooing our body, making a modification, and telling the Lord, I'm really just pleased with, the, with this body you've given me. So to make it much better, I'm gonna get this piercing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this tattoo to make it a lot better. But you don't realize it's that metal God. That metal God that is crying out to be worshiped, to be served. That metal God that come from the ancient days during the time of a Pharaoh. It's, a, it's, a, it's an Egyptian God. Those same spirits that was there then, they are here now. But the problem is God's own children is adapted to the ways of the world. Therefore, it makes us unholy, unholy before him. Then we'll start suffering. And after a while, demons will start making their presence known in your life. And that's why you begin to begin to experience different types of demonic attacks. And you wonder why. Because you are modifying your body. You are piercing your body. That is a covenant. That's actually it's a blood covenant, ungodly blood covenant, and the Lord wants us to be set to set be set free. Remember, the world is not our example. It's only Jesus Christ who our example. Just because your your friends, your peers, your coworkers, whoever, is getting body modifications, piercings, and tattooing. I'm coming to church. You find a lot in the church. Now you you really expect to find the world because God is not. They're God. Satan and demons are. But in the church, in the church, and people don't realize they're tied to an ungodly covenant, and they're wondering why Jesus seemed like he's so far away. You know, they put on a superficial act outwardly to appear that they're happy, but inwardly they are not happy because true happiness only comes from God through our obedience, our, our obedience in him. So there's a covenant there that got to be disconnected, got to be broken. And at the same time, we must choose to do right, no matter, no matter what the cost. So what people don't understand? So what people refuse to be your friend? So what? One day you're going to have to leave this, this world. And Jesus is the one who say, I would never leave you, I will never forsake you. Those friends. It don't matter if you're your husband, your wife, your mother, your father, your sister, brother. They can, they, have, they can only go to a certain point in your life. And after that, they can't go with you. But Jesus said, I am with you always. I will never, ever leave you or forsake you. And that is not the problem. The problem is we leave and we forsake him. That is the problem. Now remember I said Jesus ain't giving you a choice. You got your choice. But right now, because of being attached to this covenant, this metal covenant, this covenant, this ungodly covenant, your mind, your will, emotion, your body is not totally free. It's not totally free. It's not free to choose to do what's right. When I say it's not totally free, 
the children were right because those spirits are in those areas. Anytime there are demonic spirits, they always rebel against the knowledge of God. So here you are, a child of God. You wanting to do what is right, but you can't help it because this force within you keep turning you on in the opposite direction where you really want to go, and you cannot, cannot choose. You're not free to choose to go the right way because you've got some help that is forcing you not to do the right thing. And that's why it's because of Jesus shed blood, because of him being pierced and wounded for you and I, for our correction, for our peace, we, because of him, we are now, by his spirit, able to choose to do what's right. But we first must confess to our wrongdoing first. We must confess. We can't expect God to set us free, but within ourselves, we'll say, well, ain't nothing wrong with me. But yet still, there's physical evidence there is something wrong with you. The physical evidence that is, there's a problem there. But you're not willing to confess it. And Jesus said, if you're not willing to confess or admit to your wrongdoing, he cannot have mercy upon you. Satan knows Jesus said those words. Now Satan get you and not to doubt God's word, to disbelieve God's word and not be true. But Satan knows God's word is true. He knows God's word is true and he knows God does exactly what he said that he would do and have done. Satan knows that. So he's such a trickery that he'll try to trick us and not believe it that God would do what he said he, he's going to do. Because Satan knows that God will. So I want to ask this question here. Now some of you, well, I'm going to be honest with you, all of you, a few of you God already have set free from this. But for those that God have not set free from, because God sent you, and I know why he sent you, because that's the ministry he has given me. You've been tormented with a spirit spouse. Okay? A spirit spouse, for some of you who are not aware, is a spirit lover. Just like in the physical, you've got a lover. But this lover was before this physical lover. Matter of fact, it's because of this spirit lover why you got that spirit, that physical lover. <laughs> a spirit lover is a demon spirit that truly believes that it's a male or female. Now we know the word of God says there's no such thing as gender and spirit. But demons are against what God says. They do total opposite or believe total opposite than what God believes. God says there's no such thing as marrying, giving and marrying, or gender in the spirit realm. Demons say it is. So they have really, they are so deceived in thinking that they are a male and a female in the spirit realm. The Father only gave that blessing to human beings as for as a gender, male and female. It's for the human race. And we are a blessed race. We were created for the Father's purpose in worshiping Him in spirit and truth. That was the reason why we were created. Satan, who was Lucifer at the time, had given up his rightful, rightful position in worshiping God. So God created the human race to specifically to worship Him and spirit and truth. So you got these spirits thinking that it is a male or female. So because of an ungodly covenant, if you notice the children of the day were 
always tied to an ungodly covenant. You notice that it was an ungodly covenant. And the Lord will always try to bring to their attention his covenant. See, see, that's why the Lord said in his word that the many things that Jesus done and said when he was on earth, the book, the physical book cannot contain. It takes the Holy Spirit to reveal to us. And the reason why the Lord wrote his written word, giving us instructions and sharing with us some of the things that happened, is for us to get into his written word and trust him and meditate, and then the Holy Spirit will give us more spiritual understanding of what really actually happened. It's like he leads us into all truth. He'll give us a little bit more truth. That's like some people hear you talk, and what you say is far above their mind. They're like, well, where do you get that from? That's not in the Bible. Yes, it is. It's in there. It's in there. Holy Spirit just expounded it some. See, I can tell you that I'm from Raleigh, and that's it. You just know I'm from Raleigh. But I can go into no details about who I am, actually am. You see? So that's what the Word of God is. God got so much wisdom and knowledge that He wants to share with us. But we must seek Him and search for Him with all our heart. See, the difference between God and Satan, you don't have to seek Satan with all your heart. Just seek Him a little bit and He'll let you find Him. Well, God ain't going to do that. He said, I'll let you find me when you seek me with all your heart. That's what's different between God and Satan. That's why he got the road that leads to destruction so broad. Because people don't want to seek the Lord with all their strength. If the Lord don't answer right away, then give up. No, you keep seeking him. So, Lord, I know you're there because you say you never leave me. You never save me. I don't hear you. I don't feel you. And after all, you said... I, I shouldn't be going by my feelings anyway. It's by faith that I know you are here. Lord, I know you are here. See, we have to talk to the Lord that way. We're good for talking to one another that way, but you actually need to be talking to the Lord that way. But the Lord said that he wants to disconnect us from this ungodly covenant in the spirit realm that was formed through, through, through about idolatry and witchcraft. They, they worked hand in hand. Sometimes a person may know that that is in their family lineage and some may not. But you always see the result of it. <laughs> you know. So the Lord said he wants to disconnect us from that. Person said, well, that is not in my family lineage. So, so let me just share with you some of the evidence of being connected to an ungodly covenant in witchcraft. If you've ever been molested. And I try to explain molestation just doesn't mean penetration. Molestation also means if there was another child or even an adult just look at you or touch you and you just didn't feel right about it. Like, why did you touch me like that? Because you felt like they wanted to be with you sexually. That's molestation. Even, with, even when you was a child playing Child games, mom and dad. Now, why would children even want to play mom and dad? First of all, what have they seen mom and dad do? What have they heard mom and dad do? So a lot of times, kids want to play mom and dad games, and then they end up getting on top of each other. That's molestation, dear Lord. That's, that's a, one of the physical evidence that a spirit spouse in your life. Because through that molestation, that's when the enemy assigned that spirit lover. And, and, and it was because 
of the sins of your parents rejecting God, rejecting that spiritual covering. See, only Jesus Christ by his spirit can protect us from demon spirit, only Jesus Christ. But when we reject Jesus, we have no spiritual covering. We have no, no, no umbrella, no protection. He can't be that shield around us protecting us. So Jesus who's a shield, he's not around us, then I don't know if y'all seen a sci-fi movie where they have a shield, but Jesus is that shield. Well, if you reject Jesus, the parents reject Jesus because the parents are the children covering. The parents are the children's shield. Jesus is the parent's shield. So if the parent have rejected Jesus as their shield, then the child is left exposed. So this is when Satan assigns that spirit lower to that child. And what I'm finding, because I talk to many all the way around the world, he sometimes enters the child while in the mother's womb. But, but, but if that spirit lover does not enter the child in the mother's womb, I don't know why, but they have favorite age group. 5, 18, and 12. That's their favorite age group. Don't ask me why. Those are the ages that people always say that they got molested. I was molested when I was around five. And that too was because my parents rejected God in their covering. Their parents, somewhere down their family lineage, found out there was witchcraft, which is an ungodly covenant. Then, then when that spirit lover gets seen the child as they grow up, they start doing certain things to the child. The child starts experiencing with. Can you imagine a two-year-old little baby masturbating? Two years of age masturbating. In her little diaper, masturbating. Dear heart, yes. Devils are dirty, they don't care about nobody. Masturbation, pornography. Dear heart, all this is a sign of an ungodly covenant and there's a spirit lover. Matter of fact, let me show you with you what masturbation really is. Because I asked the Lord, I was concerned about it. I said, Lord, what is masturbation? He said, masturbation is a spiritual orgasm between a spirit being and a human being. Only difference is you cannot see that spirit being. Now, there have been cases where some people have seen the spirit being, and they know that they have a sex with a spirit being, and they don't care. Matter of fact, I had a delivery session on one. In his, his session, he gave me permission to share it. Um, can you think of his name? His name right now. Juban. Juban. Juban delivered from spirit wife. Go to my YouTube channel and check that out. But Juban knew that that woman that followed him was his spirit wife, his spirit lover. He said many times this spirit woman would be in his bed at night and they would be having an intercourse. He knew. His eyes was wide open and he wanted to be set free. God set him free. Dear Lord, that's why God said, be holy as he is holy. He just don't want us to be holy from without, but from within. Even when we sleep, our sleep should be holy. We should not be dreaming of having sex with a man with a woman. I don't care if it's your wife or if your husband. It don't matter. That is not your wife. That is not your husband. You've got your wife and husband that natural around to be intimate with. In the dream, that is not your spouse. He'll take on the appearance of an old boyfriend, an old girlfriend. There'll be cases where you close your eyes at night, you see private parts. Private parts. 
That's that spirit, that spirit lover calling, calling out to you to, to, to have sexual contact with it. So, all, so also in your dream, the Lord said he wants us to be holy. He said, I am a holy God. I am a holy God. So, those of you who have been listening from your heart, and you have been observing from your heart, you must confess, be willing to confess to your wrongdoing and repent. Don't say, well, it's not my fault, it's my parent. No, it's your fault too. The parent, whatever decision, or choice that the parent made, if we were, if, we, if, if that was us, we'd do the same thing because we're still doing the same thing now. Because you're still living in that sin, you see. But the Lord said he, he wants to disconnect you. Because his Satan aim is not just to enslave and entrap you. He's really targeting your seed, your children. Can you imagine as a mother, father, you're going through this, these things, and you got little children. You have no idea what torment and torture your child is going through. It's just that they are at an age and they don't know how to tell you. They don't, they don't know if it's wrong. Again, a two-year-old little child masturbating in her diaper. I have gotten two testimonies on that. One mother out in California that the Lord set her free from an ungodly covenant of uh, satanic, satanic ritual abuse. Uh, that happened to her granddaughter. And she immediately got five prayers I posted on YouTube. And she began to speak that deliverance over her grandchild. And that demon manifested and came out. And as she was playing the healing deliverance worship music that, that Roger do, she said she saw a peace come over her little grandchild. God has set her totally free. See, devils know that once light exposed them, they must leave. That's why they seek to hide in darkness, never to be exposed. Because they ever get exposed, they got to leave. If, if no ifs, ands, or buts about it, they got to go. When you cry to God for help, he said, I will answer. He will. So he decided to set you free. So for those of you, you know that you have been going through these things, why don't you come up for prayer? Come on, you here. Um,
That's why he said, the moment you bring my voice, don't worry your heart. Come be free. See, Jesus wants our mind, our will, our emotion, our body free. Free to serve him in spirit and in truth. You cannot serve Jesus' spirit and truth if those errors are not free. Where every time you try to do what's right for God, you got this inward voice and this inward poor that is persuading you not to go that direction. No, dear Lord. The Father said he seeks for true worship. Those who worship in the spirit of truth, he's seeking for true worship. He wants a one-on-one -on -one relationship with us, but we got to be free. And what I want you to do, brother, I want you to take out that metal God.
She's beautiful for, from the inside out. She don't have to wear all those different types of earrings and thick makeup, but she make herself over, modify herself to, to look beautiful. She don't have to do that because that beautiful radiates from here and it shows throughout her, her outward appearance. See, that's how the Lord said we as his church and body should be. So I thank God, okay? So right now, in the name of Jesus, up your mouth, is this anointing water? Is this anointing? Because I keep it under God's anointing through many um, well-known African pastors, you know, Pastor T.D. Prophet T.D. Joshua, Pastor Irene in South, South Africa, um, Pastor uh, Chico in South Africa. So I listen to programs all day, and I keep that anointing water up under there so that anointing can saturate in there, and then I pray to them. <laughs> So I use that, and I got nothing water in there. It's free for everybody to come. You get one per household. But Tony's going to explain that to you. So right now, in Jesus' name, I take authority from your mouth. Take authority in Jesus' name, and I disconnect. By faith, in the name of Jesus, you ungodly covenant of idolatry and witchcraft. By faith, in Jesus' name, I disconnect my brother from you in the name of Jesus. And I command you, spirit and love. You come out of his mind. You've been giving him tormented dreams. He no longer belongs to you. He belongs to the family of God. You come out of his mind. Come out of his mind. You come out of his will. Come out of his emotion. You come out of his body. Holy Ghost fire from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. Flood sweep out every spirit that's not of you. In the name of Jesus, I close all ungodly covenant from that man of covenant in the name of Jesus. For the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus sets him free from you. Loose him and let him go. You never to torment and bother him again, physically, spiritually, nor in the dream, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let him go. Holy Ghost fire, continue to burn. Continue to burn, Holy Spirit. Burn everything in him that don't move, walk, talk, sound, or act like you in the name of Jesus. Burn by your mighty fire in Jesus' name. Be free, mother. Be free to serve and worship the Lord thy God in your mind. Be free in your will. Be free in your emotions and be free in your body in Jesus' name. Be free. Free. Receive by faith. It's done, brother. It's done, brother. Thank you for letting your daughter free, Father. Father, I thank you for this miracle work that you're working in her body right now, in her mind, Lord. You're working her will, her emotions, Father. Father, I come against every unknown covenant contract, Father, that is known or unknown to her. And I break that covenant contract contract by your mighty fire in Jesus' name, by faith. In Jesus' name, I command you, Spirit, and Lord, to loose your hold, to come out of her. You no more have any more rain and excess in her life, in her will, in her emotional, or in her body. Who goes to fire, burn, 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 all that is not of you. Burn in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, I come against you, spirit lover. You lose my sister. Lose her and let her go. Come out. Ah! Give, give, me, give me the chewing gum. Got chewing gum in your mouth. That's, that's a distraction. Never have chewing gum in your mouth when, when you get minister to the sake of you as a distraction. Come out of her in Jesus' mighty name. Lose her and let her go. Let her go. Come go fire in her body. Come go fire in her body. I don't love her body. Come out. I take the blood of Jesus and I 
who it was that made you have sex before marriage with that spirit lover. Oh, I said, you need to be set free. You need to be set free. You can't be assuming that you are free. It's someone never, you gave your life to Christ. It's someone never confronted that spirit lover in you and commanded it to come out of you. That means that spirit is still actively working in you. You say, well, I'm saved and saved for 10, 15, 20 years. You are saved, but you're not totally free in your mind, your will, emotions, in your body to worship God in spirit and truth because that, that thief, the devil's a thief, it never been confronted. Thieves got to be confronted. And it's done by faith and power of the Holy Ghost. Then you'll be free. Thank you, Mother, for coming forward. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, Don't ever go by a manifestation 
Whether you felt something or whether you did not feel something, whether you saw something or whether you did not, they're hard to talk today. If you do that, that's an open door with the end will come right back to you. Whatever God does for you, whatever is not of faith is sin. He said the just lives by faith. That's our life. We live by faith in God. So whatever God does for us, it's by faith that we know. So the enemy tries to come back and deceive you into thinking that Jesus did not do what you asked him to do, which he died for your freedom. You say, devil, you are lying. Because of the blood of Jesus, grace and mercy, I am free. Open up your mouth and speak these words. I am free. And as you do that, the enemy will hear you and he will be backing off. Be back and not why? Because you are fulfilling James 4 7. Submit to God, then you have to resist the devil. Then the devil will flee from you. You are free. Maintain your freedom, your deliverance. Been in submission and obedience to God. You got to watch what you hear. Watch who you are around. Watch what you say. You just can't be in any crowd or be within the person who's not speaking words of faith, words of faith in God, and expect to maintain or keep your deliverance. You cannot. That's not going to happen. you got to guard your healing. Because the Lord said, faith only comes one way, and it comes by hearing. Faith in God comes by hearing the word of God. Faith in the devil comes by hearing the words of the devil, which is unbelief and doubt. So you have to guard your hearing. You have to guard your hearing. If people call you peculiar funny, just reach the I am. I'm very peculiar funny. Because my Lord and Savior Jesus, when he walked this earth, he was peculiar. He was funny. He did not associate with any and everybody. He only associated with those who the Father led him to. But dear heart, maintain your freedom by faith in God. Faith in God. I know we live in a time now where God got a lot of ministers who do deliver. You see a lot of demonic manifestations, and you always say, I know that person free. See how that devil manifests? That's not altogether true. Demons will deceive you about that. There have been reports where they actually stated they have deceived people by acting out to a person, and they automatically thought that person was set free. Matter of fact, the devil did me like that before I got delivered. I'm going to tell you a quick testimony. I never told anybody, but my, my aunt and I, my aunt is about a year younger than I am. We're about 15, I'm about 15, she's about 14. And the so-called homeless church was right on the corner. And she was in the witchcraft because her father was a, was a, a warlock, actually. His role was to introduce other young, young men and women into that profession. That's why I realize now, but when I was young, I did I knew there was something funny about him. He really didn't like me. Now I see why. But anyway, she said, Tell us go to this church. I said, okay. Well, I knew she wanted to go to that church and make mockery. Because here them people that that church thought they was a God. Well, we knew that she was that church was not a God. The so-called homeless women. I don't know if you all been to those types of churches in America. And so when we went there, you know, and I knew my my, my aunt Shirley. My little Aunt Shirley, she was also in the witchcraft. I knew that. And so we went, you know, and they talked about to stand up and gonna pray. So we stood up and, and she started manifesting. The demon started manifesting. Well, I just knew they were gonna go to her and catch that thing out. But they were so powerful. 
They just let her go. I'm like, and they came to me. They came to me. I'm like, why they come to me? She the one got the devil. But they came to me. So, so they put their hands on me, and all them Polish women threw me down, and they were literally choking me. They were putting all on my neck and squeezing the choke. I know God, they're choking me. They had me pinned down. I said, they're choking me, they're choking me. And then, uh, so, now this is how the devil had him so deceived. Because the devil told them, if a person has been delivered, they'll throw up that flame. At that time, it was flame. They get wobbles of flame in your throat and they throw it up. But when they see that, that was their proof that that person was delivered. Now, I'm not saying I was an angel. I still was a devil, but I didn't have no devils that they thought was in me, but my aunt did. But anyway, they started choking me. And I said, oh, God, they're choking me. They was literally choking me. And they, were, and they had me pinned down. And they were saying, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. And they were just choking me. I said, oh, God, they're choking me. I said, well, it was this big wall of swing developing my throat. And I heard this voice say, spin it up. And I spin it up, and I did. Oh, she delivered. She delivered. And they let me go. You see, you know, be careful about that. It's by faith in God, by the Holy Spirit, you know that a person set free. You don't go by a demonic manifestation. Now, I'm not saying that demons don't manifest because God, because of his purpose and reason, he do allow them to manifest. But you don't base whether a person is delivered because you see it or you hear it. It's, it's whatever God do, we receive by faith. Now, like I said, those women thought when I threw that swoop flame up, they thought that devil, it was a devil that came out. No, the Lord just formed flame in my throat. That river was powerless to catch that demon out of me. Now, to say that I didn't have a demon, I was dead. Because many, many years later, God sent me to the woman of God, and she just really laid her hands on me. And the Lord began to speak through her, and that thing came up and out. And to this day, I didn't make no kind of manifestation because I, I went back and I started saying, thank you, thank you, Jesus. That's all I said, thank you, thank you, my spirit. And the mouth was cooling, and I think the woman was cooling. <laughs> she was, she didn't know what just happened. I never had an opportunity to share it with her. But I'm bringing this up to say, go by faith in God and knowing devil by God command. He commands you to come out. By this word I'm speaking to you, you come out. Whether you manifest or not, that don't really dictate to me that the evidence that you live. I know you never because you got to obey the word of God. See, faith in God is what pleases him. You are free. So I'm telling you this because I'm telling you, and I can get my sister giving you her testimony, that devil's going to come back to try to convince you. And then some, some of y'all say, yeah, I did, but even though I saw you in such a league, that's not the reason why I know you left. You left because you had to obey the word of God. Oh, the devil hates that you walk because you're walking by faith, not by your feeling, not by your sight. And I have an listened to an African lady in Texas, and I'll tell her these same words. And she said, I'm glad you said she should be called. As you was talking to me, that was exactly what the enemy told me. You know I live. You didn't see me leave. You didn't see me leave. And she said, I thought about that thing. So you think that gives the Holy Spirit a chance to talk to you. 
And she said, this thought comes to me. Hold up, Mr. Devil. Gave the devil his little, his little credit. Mr. Devil, she respected him. Mr. Devil. She said, hold up, Mr. Devil. When you enter me, you enter me quietly. And he enter y'all quietly. You had no idea what the devil is. I know I did. She said, now, the same way you enter me quietly, you leave quietly. I just laughed out loud. I knew that was the Holy Ghost who gave her those words. <laughs> and she is free to this day. So I'm telling you, it's important when a person get free to teach them and tell them to remain free by faith in God's word. Faith in his word. Faith in his word. Some of you who had a demonic dream, you may just still have a demonic dream tonight. Because it's the end they want to try to persuade you. See, I told you, you weren't free. You, when you wake up, you say, in the name of Jesus, I repeat that foul dream. I am free, Lord. Lord Jesus, thank you for setting my mind free. Thank you for setting my will free. Thank you for setting my body free. Thank you for setting my emotion free. Thank you, Jesus. I am free because you freed me. Because you freed me for freedom to worship you in spirit and spirit and truth. And that demon pull back is running. You don't get up and talk about that. Why did I dream having sex? I thought I was free. You know what's going to happen? You ain't going to know that demon going to right back into you. You understand what I'm saying, dear This is crazy. Because this has happened to me. To many that God had so beautifully delivered. Because of not keeping it by faith in his word, the devil came back and let it come back. And the Lord said, the deliverer sin. He who delivers sin, it will come back with seven more. So now you're worse now than you were the second time, the first time. The Lord said, you see what he do by faith. Hear me, that's important. They bless you in his name. I want to thank you for coming out.